Hey guys, welcome back to Growing Flowers from Our Grave podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I am so excited for today's episode, and I apologize that it's been a while. My life has been so chaotic, and if you follow me on Instagram, then you are kind of up to date with what's going on into my life, Um, but I've been in the process of moving, and this season alone has been a huge transformation season for me, so I have just been super busy. Uh, between work and school and my kids and moving and um, just a lot of inner work that I'm doing on myself as well. I feel like I have just been overwhelmed with so much change, but in such a good way. Um, And I'm just so excited to finally sit down and have time to record. And I just finished a lash client. So I am in my studio and it is peaceful. It is quiet. Um, It's a beautiful fall day. And I'm just so excited to get into today's episode. So let's go ahead and just get started. So today's episode is named God Knows the Way because God does know the way. And I feel like in this season that I'm in, it has been such a test on my faith, on my belief, and just on my relationship with God because I have been going through just a huge trial where I'm just being called to put my faith to the test. I'm just being called to strictly rely on trusting the Lord to guide my steps, to open doors that need to be opened, and to close the doors that need to be closed. And in the process of me um, moving and everything, I have just been on a roller coaster. And if anyone has ever been apartment hunting, then you know the chaos. Um, You're seeing so many different places. You know, you're not seeing the ones you like. You're not finding what you like. Maybe you are seeing the ones you like. Maybe it's not in your budget. Um, You know, it's just so many ups and downs in that department of finding a new home and this time around I told myself going into it I wasn't going to stress myself out I wasn't going to drive myself crazy um and I was just strictly praying and telling God I wanted a home to be sent from him guide me to where you want to send me you're closing this chapter in our current home for whatever reason um and this season is just me following you lord so whatever um place i am meant to be i will end up there because you're gonna guide me there and that is easier said than done because i was hunting 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 i've seen so many apartments And, you know, for a while, I think a week straight, me and my boyfriend seen over 10 places and only liked two of them. And that is very, very, very um, disappointing, you know, and just being disappointed um, is such a hard feeling because I've dealt with a lot of disappointment in my life, so... Even though it's something as little as, you know, not finding a place that I like, it hits me hard. So I just felt this huge disappointment and I just kept praying and diving deep into my word and deep into my faith and just telling God, like, God, I don't want to feel like this because I I do believe that the right place is going to come. But after weeks of seeing places that aren't aligning with, you know, what we're looking for, with what we need, it gets you frustrated. And 
these are the times where God is putting our faith to test because he is calling us to put our trust and everything, our life in his hands and just believe that what is meant to be will be because he is going to give us exactly what we need when we need it. And you know, it's easier said than done, like I said, because you get frustrated and it's easy to get frustrated. We are human. We are of the flesh, you know, and I felt like the devil was just finding these little ways to really, you know, hit me where it hurts. And I was so frustrated. Um, and I was just exhausted. You know, I have a lot of other things going on. I don't have the time to keep looking at apartments. And I told God this one day in the shower. I just, you know, broke down and I was just like, God, I'm just exhausted. I don't have the time. I do not have the time. I have a strict schedule. You know, I go to work 11 at night to 7 in the morning. I come home. I take my daughter to school for, she has to be there at 8.15. Then I get back home. Then I'm having breakfast. My baby is waking up. I am getting, you know, her breakfast together. I have to feed her. Then I have to get the dogs. The dog's been sleeping all night. They got to get out their candles. They got to use the bathroom. And then after that, I have to, uh, you know, go take a quick shower. And my, my, you know, if my boyfriend's working that day, then I have to get, you know, the baby together so we can go and drop him off because we currently have one car. So I have to take him to work. Then I have to come home. Next thing you know, it's one o'clock. I haven't even slept yet, y'all. You know, I have a crazy schedule and that is a real schedule. I'm not making any of that up. So I do want you guys to know, like, that is really my life right now. Um, and I've just been fighting for my life these days. And I just been telling God this, you know, just breaking down and getting real with him and telling him, you know, giving, just giving him everything, everything that's on my mind, everything I'm feeling. And I just remember this one conversation, you know, I just told him like, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. And I just remember hearing like him speak to me and say, you do have the time because I am the creator of the heavens and the earth. I am the creator of life. I am the creator of time. And I will make the time for you to find your home. I will make the time for you to do all the things you need to do. And everything that you're even trying to do will be done by my hand. Because it is my hand that brings forth the blessing. It is my hand that brings you what you need. And I was like, okay. And it humbled me so fast because I was like, again, I am trying to do everything within my own strength and my power. And that is not that is not how it works. It is by God's strength and by God's power that all things are possible. It says in scripture, I can do anything through Christ who strengthens me. So why are we trying and fighting for our lives, trying to strengthen ourselves and do everything with our own strength? Our own strength is so little compared to God's strength. Why would we, why would we want to do everything on our own when we have a father who says, if you call upon me, I will answer. That's in scripture. Ask and you shall receive. So I said, you know what, God, you're right you're right. I am sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me that I am giving you such little trust because I'm, I'm so quick to say, you know, I'm trusting you with this process, but if my actions aren't behind the trust, I'm not really trusting God. And it's so easy to doubt God when we don't see the way we question his abilities. When we don't see him moving, we don't see the work that he's doing. We want him to do things in our life, but on our timing, on our 
suggestions. Hey, God, maybe it'll be nice if you can do this for me. Hey, maybe it'll be nice if, you know, you want to do that on this day at this time. Just imagine, just imagine how God is looking down at us saying, didn't I create you? Didn't I create all these things that you want and need? I created the man who created all those luxurious things that you want. I created the person who started that corporation that you want to work in. Who are you to tell me when I'm going to give you that promotion? When I'm going to bring you that new home? So guess what? We don't need to know the way. We don't need to know what the way is. Because God knows the way. He has the plan. And when we can surrender our control to him and follow him, he will lead us and guide us through. Like, isn't he the God who parted the regency? Think about all the things that God done in your life. All the things that he brought you through. That is the same God. And that is what we need to remember when we're going through different trials and we're finding ourselves frustrated and impatient. We need to remember that God is the same God. He's always going to be the same. And even if we can't see what he's doing, he's doing something because you're not where you was. You're not in the same predicament you was a couple of years ago, months ago, weeks ago, days ago. And there's not one person. There's not one person on this earth. And maybe you can say, you can probably say it, but it's not true. There's not one person that can say that they have not been blessed in not one way. Because if you woke up today and you are breathing, you are able to walk, you are able to see. If you was able to take a shower, if you woke up and got off of a bed, if you put food in your stomach, if you were able to hug your kids and send them off to school today, you are blessed, okay? Because people think, oh, I don't have that fancy car. I'm not blessed. No. Blessings go as far as, girl, you are breathing today. Do not try to tell me you are not blessed. Your heart is beating. You have no health conditions. You are blessed. Your feet, they move. They work. You're able to travel and take steps. You are blessed. You can see, you are blessed. That is the same God that is going to bless you with what you need, when you need it. And he'll give you your desires. He'll give you your desires. It's just, we want to control. And, and you know, we want to... We want what we want. No. We need to want what God wants for us. Because, again, he is the creator. He is the master, the savior of the world. Why would you want your plan over his plan? I don't. I have no idea what I'm doing in this world. I am fighting for my life every day because I don't know what I'm doing in this world. I don't know what I'm doing in my relationship. I don't know what I'm doing in my parenting. I need a lot of guidance. 
I am going to be honest and raw with you guys. I need a lot of guidance because I have no idea what I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis. I am just out here living and trusting God to guide the way, okay? I don't know if anyone else can relate to that, but that's me. I need him. I need him. I need his guidance. I need his love. I need his mercy. I need his grace. I don't want to do things by my power. No, no, no. No, God, I need you. And if God did it before, he would do it again. He's never going to change. He's never going to change. And I remember the times where where I had little faith, where I lost my faith, where I went off track. I was still being blessed. I was still being blessed, y'all. My bills were still getting paid. I was still getting job promotions. I was still living. I still had a roof over my head. Food was getting put in my refrigerator every month. Even and, th and during those times, I wasn't I wasn't reading my Bible every day. I barely was praying. Maybe not, I didn't pray at all. I wasn't sharing the word. I wasn't sharing the gospel. I was my back was turned to God, and He was still blessing me. And you gonna sit here and tell me that that's not a loving father? That that's not someone I could trust with my life? And see, it's funny because I love when God brings me down memory lane. Because we go through so much in our life. You know, with age comes a lot of experience. And it's funny because, you know, they say that saying, you know, old people are wise because they have the experience. They've lived on this earth longer than us younger people. And it's true. It is so true because I be telling my daughter things that I've learned on my few years of experience. I'm going to be 27. Um on the 19th um it's currently november 9th so in 10 days i will be turning 27 and i am i'm very excited yet sad because i am getting older but i'm very excited because again it's a new season for me but when i sit and i tell her what i learned from her age up until now you know i'm just like wow i remember my mom used to tell me this and i was just like yeah yeah whatever whatever you know but now i see it as you go through years of experience and trials and errors and, you know, mistakes and F-ups, you learn. You learn a lot. And so I love when God, he brings me, he brings me back. He'd be like, you know what? And it's funny because, you know, I like to say I have confrontations with God, but God is so loving. He don't, it's not like he's, he's blame like punishing me or anything no god is a loving father and i just say i have confrontations with him because you know he just brings me back to my senses he'd be like this is what i think he's saying like girl do you not remember when i did that you know what you don't remember okay you know what i'm not even gonna argue with you girl i'm not gonna argue with you and i'm not even gonna sit here and try to argue to prove my point but let me just show you let me just let me let me put this memory back in your head and remind you of who i am because i'm that god i'm that person you know how everyone says they're that girl now no god be like i'm that god and so it, it's easy to forget it's easy to forget um what we've overcome from our past and you know god just be real quick 
He like, let me remind you. Let me remind you of my power, who I am. Because too many times I'm telling you, I've forgotten. Or should I say, I've overlooked. Because in the back of my head, I never forgotten who God was and what he did in my life. But maybe I doubted. You know, maybe I overlooked. Maybe I slightly, you know, just that memory faded because it was a couple of years ago. But when I go through my trials and 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 I catch myself, you know, getting a little doubtful of God, like like I said with this with this process of trying to find a new home, like I was just really starting to doubt God. I'm like, God, am I gonna find a place? Like I gotta be out in, in forty five days. That's you know, the time period my landlord's trying to re rent our apartment and you know, we we gotta go. Like what am I gonna do? And and then it, it, it hit me too because I start really getting doubtful because I'm like, okay, I'm like, listen, God, let me let me remind you of what you already know. Because that, that's one thing. God already knows everything that's going on in our life. He knows everything about us. He knows all your circumstances, all your situations. We don't got to remind God of anything. So I find it so hilarious when my little tiny self is sitting here trying to tell almighty, powerful God, father of the heavens and earth, creator of the world. Like I'm trying to sit here and tell him and remind him of what he already knows. So this is what happened. So I broke down and I'm like, God, listen, like looking at the, looking at the calendar. I'm like, God, time is ticking. The days is going. We're out here. We're doing the work. I'm seeing these places. I'm, I put in an application, got denied. I'm like, all right, God, let me just remind you. I got this bad credit. He got this bad credit. This is what our income looks like. This is what our past rental history looks like. This is what our credit history looks like. These are the down factors, God. But you know what? Here's some good pointers, you know. Here's what we could do, you know, if we, if we, if I pay my car note on time for the next couple of months, it boosts up my credit score. You know, if I pick up this other job and we make more money, you know, then we could put an extra deposit for not having a good credit. You know, God, here's some options. Here's some things that, you know, I think we could do. Here's me brainstorming and, and trying to plan and driving myself crazy, doing extra work when God is like, girl, I don't need your ideas. I don't need your plans. I don't need your ways because scripture says in Isaiah 55, 8 through 9, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Yeah, let's let that sink in for a few minutes. Let's just have a moment of silence. Because when I tell you this scripture hit me and I was just like, I had to laugh. I had to laugh because I'm here brainstorming. I'm here cooping up a plan, doing a little blueprint. And I'm here telling God, you know, first of all, God created me. He knows my um, my financial life. He knows I'm not that good financially. Okay. I like to overshop. I like to go to Marshall's for one thing and leave with 10 things. He knows that. Okay. He knows that. He knows that I suck at saving money. He knows that we working on it now. God, we working on it. Cause we came into a commitment. We got to, you know, but he knows 
He knows, he knows, he knows the way. And I found it so funny because when this happened, I was just like, God was just calling me out. He was calling me out. And he was like, listen, like, again, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to just, I'm going to just smack you with the scripture. Not literally, but that's what I feel like. When, when I get these like reminders and like when I get called to my senses, I just be like, in my head, I just imagine God smacking me to my senses. And I'm not mad if he is in the air, um, whatever, you know, however he would do it. I really don't know. But. I'm not mad if he smacks me to my senses because I need to get smacked to my senses because I'm trying to, I'm trying to wear myself out. I'm here cooping up this plan. And God is like, I don't need your plan because my ways are not your ways. That's like, imagine back, back in the day, if someone else, um, before the world was created was with God and they're sitting there and they're telling him the one who has the power to create the heavens and earth and they're like you know what god instead of having the sky blue maybe we should maybe we should make it a a rainbow this way you know you're not just picking one color they kind of get a little bit of every color and you know maybe instead of having the grass green maybe like some blue grass would be cool you know instead of birds flying maybe they could like just hop really high like imagine a giant like grasshopper hop can you imagine can you imagine someone telling god how to create the heavens and and the earth and like how silly how silly would that be it's the same thing it's the same thing with our life how are we trying to sit and tell god what we think is best for our life when he created us in our life he knows the beginning to the end he knows everything about us and and this was another thing because i was like you know telling him all these things i think he should do and um another example would be my business you know um before i fully surrendered and said you know what god have your way in my business because Again, I have no idea what I'm doing. I had this one confrontation with him and I was just like, listen, God, you gave me this business idea. You led me to the studio. I got the studio. Thank you. Thank you. I got the studio. But now the studio is just sitting there, God. And this is me talking to him. And I'm like, God, the studio is sitting there empty. There's no clients. I invested into my stuff. Stuff is unopened. I haven't even been able to use my new wax pot. I don't have no clients, God. Now, why? Why would you give me this this vision, this plan, and then not give me any clients? These are my thoughts. This is my thoughts, right? And go ahead and laugh because it is so silly. And I'm like, God. I'm going to have to give this up because I can't just have a beauty room with no clients. And I just remember God, God just like, I just feel like I felt like he giggled. I don't know if God could laugh, but I just felt like he just giggled at me. And I just had to come to my senses. And then I remembered that I can't be requesting 
things that I'm not ready for. And again, God knows when we're ready for the things we're requesting, when we're ready for the blessings that he has planned for our lives. And it just, he just like smacked me with a thought and was like, this is what I heard him say, you know, you complain, you don't have the time to do things and you're doing this. And he showed me what I was doing, all these things that I'm doing and my schedule. And he's like, where are we going to fit the clientele in this schedule of yours? Like we need to clean up your life. We need to do one thing at a time. I'm working, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but you got to be patient and I'm protecting you. I'm protecting you from reaching that burnout because imagine y'all heard the schedule I gave y'all. Okay. And that's, I stopped early on in the schedule because I also go to school night classes from six to 10 at night. So remember, I stopped at what, one o'clock I said we usually get home. So now you've got lunch, you've got playtime with the baby, maybe one little nap, you know, then I'm cleaning the house, I'm doing errands that I don't really get to do, doing laundry, then my daughter gets out of school around three o'clock, I gotta get her, I gotta get her situated, you know, maybe we're doing homework, getting her a shower, next thing you know, I gotta get to, to school. And then on the days that my boyfriend does work, I got to take the kids to his mom because she watches them for us so I can go to school. So now that's a 30 minute drive. So then I'm driving. I got to drop them off and then I go to school and then I go to school from five to ten. And then, you know, the cycle repeats. I know y'all thinking, girl, you better be happy. God didn't give you no no full book clientele schedule because where? like maybe in the mornings you know because that's that was my plan I was telling God like hey listen God I could fill out for 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 daycare for the baby and while my daughter's at school I got like a couple of hours in the morning time I could be at the studio I can I can do you know five clients a day maybe or at least two a day but five days a week and that, that helps me make the money. I could pay the studio. I could make a little profit. And I'm here cooping up this blueprint, this plan. And God is like, girl, I don't need your plans. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. For my ways are not your ways. In this scripture, he just, he just knocking me over my head with it. And I'm like, you right. And I just have to laugh at myself because I'm like, Again, I'm trying to do everything on my power, on my plans, on my timing. And I really had to sit and humble myself before the Heavenly Father and just tell him, like, you know, I am so sorry, but I very much thank you because I'm tired as it is. I couldn't imagine if I had a full booked schedule of clientele. And on top of that, I don't want to throw my baby in daycare. I don't. I don't. She's still too young. And daycare is a controversy topic for me. And I just was like, you know, thank you, God, that I don't have to have daycare for her right now for me to even go to school and do the other things that we're doing, you know, working and stuff, you know. And I just had to start coming out of gratitude and come before him and thank him for everything he's already doing. Because I'm here trying to send them these new ideas, these new plans, you know, we could do this, we could do that, and God's like, I already done this, 
I've already been doing this and I'm already working on the next thing. And you got to slow down. You got to slow down and let me be God. Because you're trying to be God. You're not God. You would never be God. I'm going to always be God. So let me be God. And I really just had to thank him like, God, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you that your ways are better than my ways because imagine if I would have been booked and busy I would have been tired exhausted I would never have time spending with my kids and honestly I don't I don't think I would be happy I probably my business wouldn't last because I'm gonna be burnt out within the first two weeks when will I sleep when will I probably eat when would I spend time with my kids so it actually brings me joy? When would I have time to do other things that bring me joy? And I really just have to settle with the fact that, again, God's going to give me what I need when I need it. He gave me the studio. He's been giving me the clientele at a steady pace, but at a pace that is doable for my schedule, doable for my mental health. So I'm not burning myself out. And he's been financially meeting my my needs that I'm still gonna be able to have my studio even though I'm not using it as much but it's here I can use it when I when I need it I'm here recording this amazing podcast in my studio and that's another thing God's like you don't need your studio just to do your business my studio is my safe haven I could come I could record I could work on business content here I could edit vlogs here I could bring my kids here and just hang out and say we just got out the house for the day if I need just mental space of getting out my house I could bring my baby here like I I just was like God you know sorry (laughs) and God's like I got you I got you because God doesn't want to follow our plans. He don't. He created everything. And, you know, and again, God God knows me. He knows my flaws. And I'm a type of person that I can't stay still. If you haven't already caught on through my podcast or if you follow me on Instagram, I'm always doing something. Always, always, always on the move. Always on the go. And... I've always felt like I've worked better under pressure and multitasking and juggling multiple tasks at the same time. You know, I've always feel like for the most part, I've always worked like two jobs. Because if I didn't, you know, it wasn't just for money reasons, but I felt like I wasn't being as productive. I always felt like I needed to be overproductive to be reaching that successful idea that, you know, we're not even going to get into that, what people created, you know, successful what successfulness looks like but it's funny because you know I complain to God when my life is chaotic but deep down I feel like I fell in love with chaos and because I do not know how to be still and that is my weakness you know I feel like I fell to this place where I'm like, I'm used to the chaos, and if I'm not in chaos, I'm uncomfortable. And me and God are working on this. We work on this. But I'm just being honest. I'm being raw with you guys because I know somebody else out there is is juggling and dealing with the same thing as me. And, you know, like, 
we 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 start to love the chaoticness because you know we feel like we're doing stuff we feel like if we're not doing stuff we're not being again productive we're not reaching our goals we're not reaching what society put on on success and on happiness and on achievements and you know there's always the next thing that we got to do i was just talking about that with my last client i was like being a human is so hard that if aliens exist, please scoop me up, take me to another planet, because humans, I just, I'm burnt out. And until my time goes to go to heaven, Lord, give me strength, because being a human is hard, it's hard, it's hard. But a lot of it is our fault, because God calls us often to be still and to just trust him to know that he knows what he's doing because he does. And how can our plans be greater than him, the one who created the heavens and the earth? Like how? It's just, it's, it's not true. You know, God's plans are so much better than our own. And I love when I witness it. When I, like, again, when I'm sitting here and I'm telling God, you know, hey, we should do this, we should do that. And I'm showing him my blueprint. And then he tells me, you know, surrender, surrender. And then I surrender and I wait and I wait patiently. And then when his plan reveals itself, I'm like, wow, I didn't think of that. That is so much better than what I said. And God's like, I told you that my plan is better than yours. It's like, I told you so. You know, I feel like God tells me that all the time. And I'm like, and I joke around like this because it, it, it's this is really how I feel like when you have a real relationship, an intimate relationship with God. This is how I feel like it is, you know. It's like that that parental but loving and it's also kind of like that sibling love sometimes. I feel like, you know, it's like, again, like that told you so. I feel like me and my brothers used to always do that. Like I told you so or, you know, I'm better than you and I know better than you because I'm older than you. And, you know, I feel like God is like, I'm greater than you because he is. I'm more powerful than you. I created you. You know, my brother's like, I helped raise you. And it is true. It is just so true. And it's so funny because we're just so little, so little to such a huge God. And the truth is we can avoid a lot of disappointment in our lives by simply giving up our plans and surrendering to God. And following his plan. All the time to think of how I ended up being disappointed. Or I, you know, ended up in in a heartbreak or something. It always reverts back to the fact that I was following my own way and not God's way. And I'm like, God didn't want me to be in that relationship. That was not what he was. Did he allow it? Yes, because he's going to let me learn on my own. But that's not what he wanted for me. I put myself in those predicaments by following my ways. By thinking my ways were better or greater than God's ways. Instead of patiently waiting and allowing God to, to bless me and open the doors that he was going to open. No, I went, I went on, on my own merry way. I started kicking down doors that was closed and God was trying to keep closed for a reason. I said, you know what? This door's not opening. Let me go get that thing that the cops use and they break down the doors when they raid the house. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was taking that big tool. That thing is heavy. I couldn't even lift it. But I was I was determined. I was determined to get in that door and get those things that I wanted for myself. And God was like, 
uh-uh, honey. That door was closed for a reason. And, and, and it's funny because we get angry at the times when those doors don't open. And we get so, so angry and frustrated. And, you know, we think that God is withholding things from us because we think he doesn't love us. We think we're not worthy to have those things. And the truth is God often is protecting us and keeping those doors closed and keeping things away from us because it's not for us. It's not meant for us. It's no good for us. And I just, I can't even count how many times I've been in those positions where I'm like, God, why aren't you giving me this? Why am I not where that person is? Why am I not doing that? Why am I not in that job? But guess what? I don't know what headaches Miss uh, Sally, I'm just going to use Sally, but I don't know what headaches Miss Sally is dealing with because I don't know what her full job description entails. It might look luxury on Instagram, but I don't know what what is required for that job. I don't know what more in that. Maybe her boss is such a pain in the butt. And, you know, her job looks nice. The money looks good. But maybe the boss is just a total douchebag. And that's, that's a small way that God can be protecting you. That job is not for you, girl. You wouldn't last a day because of your mouth. I know how you get. I know how your attitude is. And your attitude in that boss, you wouldn't even last in that job. You wouldn't even last a few hours in that job. That's what I feel like God, like, that's what I feel like the confrontations I be having with him is like. It's like, in so many ways, he's, he's just protecting us. He's guiding us away from the things that aren't for us that we think we want but we don't really want because when you get in those relationships or you get those group of friends and then you're like this girl's actually really a a b-i-t-c-h god forgive me but you know like you have those friends where you're like you're dying to be that person's friend and it's like that person's not even nice reminds me of mean girls she was dying to be in the group of friends she was dying to be in the popular group and next thing you know it they were mean everything was not what she thought it was and that's often what we think you know we think something is going to be good for us and it's not and and i'm still i'm still in the process i'm still learning how to let control let control go and let god have control and one thing I love to do now is instead of sitting in misery when things don't go my way is I turn to God and I just thank him. I just say, thank you, God, for not letting that work out because I know you have something greater planned. And this was my plan and not your plans. And I only want to follow your plans for my life. I trust you and give me strength and teach me to be patient as I wait for you to guide me to do what you want me to do. And it's as simple as that. We can just sit before the Lord and just surrender and just give it all to him and just trust him, trust his ways. Because not only does God know the way, but he always has a way. And back to my apartment hunting, because I'm going to end this and start closing this with this example. So. I thought there wasn't a way. I, I, I'm, I'm giving him my plans, and I'm like, God, I just, I don't see, I don't see a way. I don't see it. 
I don't know if it exists. And in the midst of, of the doubt, I am still giving it to him, but I'm still doubting him, which isn't good. I should just trust him and be faithful. But I I was just like, God, like I'm frustrated. I don't see it. I don't know. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, you say you have a way, but I don't see it. And we seen a couple of places. We liked a couple of places. And, you know, a couple of places we were really going to settle on because we started getting a little desperate. And I'm like, okay, that place is not all that. But, you know, you do know contracting. You are a contractor. You could fix it up. You could fix this up. If we could talk to the landlord and they let us remodel the whole place, then we could take it. And, you know, again, thinking of our own plans, thinking of our own ways. And God just had a greater way. And we, we we found this place, we come across this place randomly. And it's funny because I was doing all the searching and my boyfriend sends me a couple of places. And he sends me this place and I'm like, this is actually nice. Okay. And the process is nice. Um, and again, in the beginning we was looking just to rent, but this place was actually to own. I'm telling my boyfriend, I'm like, you know, this this looks all right and funny enough that is the place that we got approved for and god was like your ideas were so small you was really gonna waste your time renting a place fixing all of it up not even gonna own it at the end you was really gonna pay cheaper rent to live in this raggedy apartment that you was gonna have to put all this work and money into to fix up you really was gonna settle with that neighborhood you really was gonna settle with giving up the things that was on your list that you wanted, a living room, a decent sized kitchen, a basement so you could have storage space. You was really going to sacrifice those things that you want. Why? Why would you need to when you have a God, a father who wants to give you those things? And I was just like, wow, this proves the point that God's plans is greater than mine. Because all the places that we saw, all the ones that we were going to settle on, was was not this. Was not this. We found a beautiful home. Beautiful home in a, in a good neighborhood. It has everything that we're looking for. Your girl got her kitchen island. I really wanted a kitchen island, guys. I was going to sacrifice giving up a kitchen island again. Yet another apartment, I was going to sacrifice giving up a kitchen island because I was just like, I don't see a way. I don't see how we're going to get approved for a nice place with a kitchen island because my credit score sucks. God's like, I got you. You want that kitchen island, girl? I got you. I'm going to give you that kitchen island. I'm going to give you that basement. I'm going to give you them three bedrooms. Each of your kids is going to have a room to sleep in. You're going to get your room back. And I was here doubting God, like, I don't see the way, God. You, you know, you're telling me this, but I don't see it. You know, I'm going to just send the application in for that. Because I was really going to send an application in on this apartment that was nice, but it didn't have a big enough backyard. Um, the neighborhood was not what we wanted at all. It was in, in, in a bad neighborhood. Not bad, but it wasn't wasn't the best neighborhood. It wasn't even a good neighborhood, probably. And I was like, okay, well, these were the pros, but these were the cons. And we was just holding on to that place, like, like for our dear life. We was like, this is our last resort. This is our last resort. And God's like, you don't need a last resort, honey, because you got me. There's not going to be a need for the last resort because I got you. But me and my man, I was like, yo, I kept telling him, I was like, this is our last resort. And a few days prior to, you know, just 
putting our application in on the place that we got and I was like you know maybe we should just still apply to that one I have a, ba- a backup plan we just pay that extra application fee just put it in we'll see what happens if if we don't get approved for the other one we might get approved for this one if we don't get approved for either then we're screwed then we got to start at square one and start doing showings again and God just had a better plan he had a better plan for us thank you God all the glory to him because I am so excited for this move and it has been crazy it's been chaotic but it's also just been beautiful and it's been a lot of lessons and a lot of growing in my faith during this process and I'm currently just in such a gratitude state of mind because God's ways are better than mine and his plans are better than mine's and I just feel like I just owe him all the glory and praise because he deals with a lot dealing with me. <laughs> me and my blueprints and my plans and my ideas for all of us and God doesn't want to follow our plans, okay? So and and, and that's not to say don't have any, okay? Cuz I also do believe in, you know, the manifestation. I believe in journaling, writing down your goals. I do. I do believe in that stuff, so I'm not saying just stop goal writing. No, I do believe in milestones. Get your goals, write them down. Work with God, though. Work with God on them goals. Try to achieve them steps. And the goals that you don't get to were not meant for you to get to. Because that was another thing. Like, I had so many unrealistic goals on my vision board. Not to say it's never going to happen, but in the time of my life and the things that I need now, those wasn't what I needed now. And God's like, girl, like, your plans are not my plans. Like, you know, I got you with something better. Or maybe I do got you with that in the future. But it just reminds me of um, this scripture. And in Psalm 119, verse 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp onto my feet and a light onto my path. The word, y'all, the word. That word, that word alone is the word of the word. We need to follow the word. We need to follow God. We need to, we need to stop, stop trying to follow our own, stop trying to create our own word, create our own ways, our own blueprints. No, we need to follow God. We need to surrender. We need to do what God wants us to do when he wants us to do it. And sometimes it's not going to be what we want to do. Sometimes it's not going to be even fun things to do. It's not even going to be good things to do. Because trust me, I don't want to pay off my debt. I mean, I do, but I don't. But I feel like God has called me to do it. He's like, girl, aren't you tired of having that bad credit score that you're always complaining and throwing in my face about that I know that you have already? So why don't we work on paying some of that debt off? Instead of you going to Marshalls and going to Target and spending all this money on shopping, you could be paying off your debt, girl. This is the real truth, y'all. This is just the real truth, the raw truth. And we just need to get it together. We need to get it together. We need to, we need to stop, stop trying to be God. I'm tired of trying to be God. I told him that. I said, God, I'm tired of trying to be you. I'm tired of trying to do your work. Even with other people in my life, I've given up. I pray over my man so much. I pray over my kids. 
and they drive me crazy sometimes and I'd be hanging on a, a small string for my mental health with them sometimes you know but I just pray for them and I'm like God you know you know better than me you know whatever plans you got for their life you know them better than me you know what they need to work on you know when they're gonna work on it when things are gonna change and I just gotta I gotta leave it in your hands I can't be God in my life or other people's life I can't I can spread the word I can do what I'm doing now and 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 trying to guide people in the right direction and share the message that was given to me to be shared but you can only lead the horse to water you can't force the horse to drink the water I'm just here I'm just I'm just the leader of the horse to the water I'm giving I'm giving you guys the water now if y'all want to drink it and follow and and do what I'm doing now and following God then that is great that is what I recommend but I can't be God you can't be God only God could be God and I think it's time we we start we start letting him let him be God And I feel like, I feel like I'm more at peace when I'm not trying to be God, (laughs) obviously. But seriously, a lot of the chaos in our life is because we're overworking ourselves, we're, 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 we're doing things, we're creating all these plans, all these ways, all these ideas. And God is the light. His word is the light. The, thy word is the lamp upon my feet. So today, if you have been struggling with putting your faith in God, I want to share a, I mean, it's a couple of days into November, but it's not too late to start. I am doing a challenge and I post it on my Instagram. If you have my Instagram, I'm doing a challenge for the month of November. It's my birth month. I'm in transition. I'm transforming into a better, higher version of myself. And I just want to do all that with God, through God and God is faithful. So the challenge for the month of November, because we don't gotta wait till January to start to start changing, to start breaking habits, to start transforming. No, don't wait till New Year's to do it. Do it today. And if you have been struggling with trusting God, if you have been struggling with following God and giving control to God, and just you just need to grow your faith, then this challenge is for you. And that's what the challenge is. It's growing our faith, putting all our trust with everything in our life to God, and being still, waiting for him, waiting for him to open the doors, waiting for him to lead the way, waiting for him to give us the message that he needs to give us and do the things we need to do when he wants us to do it. And each day we're reading a scripture. And now the scripture plan that I found is by organicchristianliving.com. Um, and it says it's for 20 days. So, hey, it's not too late to start because there is more than 20 days in the month of November and we're already on day nine. But really, 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 I want you guys to join in on this challenge. I'm going to put in the description where you guys can access the the challenge or maybe I might just write 
each day and scripture out in the description. However, it's going to be in there for you guys. Join in. Let's grow our faith this month. Let's turn over our and surrender our control and everything to God. And let's let God be God. And let's 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 soak in and enjoy the peace and the calmness that that's going to bring us because it's going to be life changing. It has been life changing for me already, and I'm only on day nine, but I feel like I started in October because of everything I just went through. So I'm only a couple of days in though, and I I feel life changed already, and I just know that this is going to be a great season. So please join in. And I just want to thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope that this hit and this was a message that somebody needed to hear because God told me to come and deliver this message. And I was like, all right, God, it's about that time I get back on my podcast and put the message out there. And the season for the podcast, I'm still keeping um, it as also a self-development because, again, this is a transforming season. I'm in a huge transformation season, so... It's going to be a lot of self-development work mixed with biblical, um, like the Bible studies, scriptures, you know, pretty much how this episode went. But a lot of it is going to be some self-work because this is that time and I don't want to wait to New Year's to do it. I want to do it now. We got two months. Let's finish out this year with a bang and let's step into the new year already halfway into our transformation. We already got two months ahead of the other people that wants to wait to New Year's to do it. Um, some ideas that I have for this podcast um, that you can look forward to on our self-development is just like rewiring the brain, you know. Let's talk about procrastination. Let's talk about pro- productivity, mindfulness, that goal setting. You know, let's, let's, let's do some vision board work, some goal setting not for you know just the new year but these next two months let's let's not let's get some goals done these next two months all right i really i really want to to finish this year with a bank i do and i'm looking forward to helping you guys do it too so tune in come back and enjoy and join in for the next episode and i'm gonna god is helping me make time to do this podcast so i'm gonna be back with another episode and we're gonna do some more work and i got more to say so thank you so much i hope you have a blessed day blessed week whenever you are listening wherever you are listening from thank you thank you thank you please join in on this challenge check the description also if you don't want to do the challenge or if you know someone that needed to hear this message too please share the podcast Please share it. Send it to somebody. Let them join in. Bring a friend with you on the challenge. Um, you know, just just let's spread the word. Let's spread the message because so many people need to hear this. And I really thank you for the people that do share the podcast and help it get out because I just love to know that, you know, the message is not just hitting me, but it's helping other people and hitting home for other people as well. So thank you so much. And I will be back with another episode. Love you guys.